Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio, of course, chair of the House Judiciary Committee. Mr. Chairman, welcome. It's good to see you here good on the you. balcony on yeah. a day the government's actually running. So <laughs> we don't know if the government will be set to shut down on November 17th, and I don't think we're going to figure that out yeah. in this conversation. How about the motion to vacate that apparently is coming from Congressman Matt Gates? Do you support his effort to oust this? No, no. I mean, Matt's a good guy. Great. I think a, a, a talented member of the Congress, certainly a talented member of, of uh, the Judiciary Committee. But I do not support that. I think uh, I think Kevin McCarthy's done a good job. I mean, we told the American people that we would you know, pass legislation to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents. We told the American people we'd pass the Parental Bill of Rights. We did that. We told the American people we would pass legislation to deal with the energy problem. We told the American people we would pass the toughest border security, uh, security immigration enforcement legislation in history. And we did that. Not to mention, we told the American people we would do the oversight to look into how these agencies have been turned on we the people, how they've been turned against the very people they're supposed to serve. And we have done, I think, that all under Speaker McCarthy's leadership. Now, those bills haven't been brought up by, by Senator Schumer, and that's, that's, that's his fault. Uh, but we've done what we told the American people we would do on those issues, and I think, uh, I think Kevin uh, is, has, has been the leader of that and done a good job. So who is with Congressman Gates? I don't know. Um, I know a number of people who were part of that 20 back in January, I think have made statements today that they do not support doing uh, moving forward with the motion to vacate. Uh, I think there's statements out from some of my, my, my good friends and colleagues in the Freedom Caucus, like uh, Scott Perry, I think Byron Donalds, uh, I think uh, uh, Congressman Roy. So um, I think that's a good sign, but so uh, we'll think, just have to see. So you think the Freedom Caucus will as a group maintain support for Speaker McCarthy? Uh, I, I don't know. We got we have a meeting tonight, but I do know the, Scott's the chairman. Uh, I mean, Congressman Perry is the chairman of our group, and I think he said that he's not in favor of moving, in, moving ahead with this motion to vacate, uh, which is, I think, a great sign to see. Your name comes up a lot. You're on a lot of short lists. You went through this at the beginning of the year when it was a fight for Speaker. Of course, Kevin McCarthy survived, I believe it was 15 rounds. Yeah. But as long as you're on these short lists, would you stand to be Speaker if you no, were I asked? Don't wanna, I, I don't want to be Speaker. I want, I want Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker. I want to focus on the job What if you have. were asked to serve your country in that role? Well, I want to focus on the, the job I have. I think I'm serving the folks in the 4th District of Ohio. That's my main uh, job is to do, do what I told them I was going to do when they gave me the privilege to represent them, their families, their business, our communities across West Central and North Central Ohio, and to do the work on the Judiciary Committee to uh, hold these agencies accountable. And I think we've made a difference. There's so many things we would not have known about. I get just one example. Uh, that the, the IRS no longer makes unannounced visits to American citizens' home. Now, Commissioner Warfall says, well, we're doing that for the safety of our agents. Baloney, they're doing that because we caught them knocking on Matt Taibbi's door while he's testifying in front of our committee, talking about how this censorship industrial complex, as he termed it, is attacking American citizens' First Amendment rights. We exposed all that. We show it all of what's going on. And there's a change made at the IRS because of those efforts and a number of other things I could point to. But that's the work I want to focus on because, again, that's what I told the voters I was going to do if they gave me the privilege of serving them. So you're supporting House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Let's take a listen to what Speaker McCarthy had to say earlier today to reporters on Capitol Hill. Listen to everybody. Uh, they elected me to be Speaker, so I made a decision. I thought it was best to keep 
the government open. There was a gamble to do it. There was no guarantee mm -hmm. that the Democrats would vote for it. You saw them scramble. Don't know whether we had enough vote, no time to whip it. But you know, at times and places like this, I need to make decisions. And I made a decision and went with it. The government's going to maintain open, as he said. He said the Democrats had to scramble. So maybe yeah. this 11th hour uh, deal was actually savvy on, on his part, jamming up the Senate. Mm -hmm. It also meant that the Senate didn't send over their CR, which had right. aid to Ukraine. Right. It does seem like President Biden feels like he had some sort of agreement with the Speaker about him bringing up aid to Ukraine. Is that your understanding? Mm -hmm. Not at all. And, and frankly, I'm glad that's not in, in, in the legislation. I think the American people are frustrated by the, the continuous amount of money that, that, that seems to be uh, sent to Ukraine. Um, and I think they're frustrated because, frankly, no one can tell us what the goal is. What's the objective? Is it to get Russia out of the eastern Donbass region? Is it to get them out of Crimea, which they've had since, I think, 2014 when they took it in the Obama administration? What is the objective? What is the goal? And until the President of the United States, the Commander-in-Chief can tell us that, Tony Blinken can tell us that, why in the world should we continue to send the hard-earned money to the American taxpayers there, particularly when our own darn border is, is, is just wide open? And again, that's not just Republicans like Jim Jordan saying it. The mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is saying it as well. So. Um, I think that's a problem. And, uh, Are you in I'm favor, though, of the security the, assistant, the $300 million that's in the defense budget? That's, that's been in there. That's been in there forever. I think that's a, that's a different question. But uh, what, I'm, what I'm not in favor of is sending more American tax dollars to, to Ukraine. I think, I think that's just a common sense position. And frankly, uh, I think the majority of the House Republicans understand that position right now. I'm just curious, though, as you, as you speak in support of Speaker Kevin McCarthy, you voted against the continuing resolution yeah. on Saturday, right? Yeah. Why, why, why didn't you give the Speaker your vote? Well, because there's because of increased spending, but there was there were five options on the table. I think we, we took the fourth best. The best option was to run the play we called. Remember, in the debt ceiling agreement, we said if we do a CR in the next year, there's an automatic 1% cut that kicks in. That's how you leveraged getting the 12 appropriation deals, is have that 1% cut hanging over everyone's head. So that was the best option. The second best option was to focus on one issue, put that on this continuing resolution. And everyone knows what the one issue is. Democrats even know. It's the border, for goodness sake. But we couldn't get votes for that. The third best option is the one we tried on Friday, which said we're going to reduce spending some, we're going to fund the government, we're going to create a debt commission, and we're going to address the border situation. And we didn't have the votes for that. So the worst option was what the Senate was going to send us, but the Speaker went to work and said, instead of taking the fifth option, the worst one, we'll take the fourth option, which is no Ukraine so funding. So for you, that was lesser that? of two evils. It was, it was the, the fourth best out of five. But you still didn't vote for it. Still didn't vote for it because of the increased spending. And I frankly, I told the Speaker, I said, I can't vote for that because I told our conference, stood up in our conference when I supported the debt ceiling agreement and said, if we don't stick to the plan, I'm not going to be for what, what the play call was kick a CR into next year, get the leverage of a 1% cut to get our work done. I still think that's the best move in the situation we're in. When you have to buy the government, you're going to have to deal with things like this. There's going to be a back and forth between the House and the Senate, between Republicans and Democrats. If you've got a 1% cut hanging over everyone's head, that's an incentive. Deadlines change behavior. That's an incentive to actually work together and figure out how we can do these appropriation bills, get some of the policy we Republicans want, and agree to the number or, or fund at the number that's already been set. It was set in the debt ceiling. Jim Jordan, you're right. Deadlines do change um, negotiations, whether you're journalists, behavior, or uh, lawmakers. Jim Jordan, chair of the judiciary, thank you so much for joining us. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle.
Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.